Good morning. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Thank you for joining me today on this Tuesday, May the 5th in the year of our Lord 2020. It's your godson, your grandson, your big brother, your little brother, your uncle, your nephew, the dude you went to high school with, your friendly neighborhood activist, your friendly neighborhood pastor. Maybe I'm your old summer fling. Whoever I am to you, wherever you may be, are wherever you may be, excuse me, wherever you are. Thank you for joining me for That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt on JQLM Radio. Oh, you all. I've got a few things I want to talk about today. In the last segment, I, I'm, I'm going to be on a tirade, so you might want to be present for that one. But to start the show off today, uh, I want to cover a story that we began talking about yesterday uh, and will be a part of our conversation moving forward until, <clears throat> until there's some clarity um, on what's going on with the situation with Joe Biden and Tara Reid. Um, but there's a story that I want to share with you all um, about Joe Biden and Tara Reid uh, that I just it just tickled me so because uh, the Republicans have showed their hand on this and it's obvious what their game plan is for this situation with Joe Biden. This is from AOL.com, American on, America Online.com. This is what it says. Secretary of the Senate Julie Adams has turned down presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's request to search for records of any complaint filed by his former staffer Tara Reid, citing legal advice. <laughs> Mitch McConnell is her legal advice. Tara Reid citing legal advice that she has no discretion <clears throat> to release such materials because they are confidential under law. After receiving Biden's formal request that she initiate that she initiate such a search, such a search, Adams, a former staffer to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, consulted with Senate Legal Counsel, according to an email Monday morning from Sidney Butler, the Secretary's Deputy Chief of Staff. The review concluded that based on the strict confidentiality requirements of three federal laws, including the Civil Rights Act of 1991. And a longstanding Senate policy, no records from the Senate Employment Office where Reed's complaint would pr presumably have been filed can be disclosed to the Biden campaign and made public. Oh, so, uh, well, <laughs> at least now we know how the Republicans are going to handle Joe Biden's situation with Tara Reed. <laughs> They're not going to let him defend himself. They're not going to allow Joe Biden to defend himself. The man asked them to make the records public. And how rich is this? Watch this. The review concluded that based on, watch this, the strict confidentiality requirements of three federal laws, including the Civil Rights Act of 1991. <laughs> Mitch McConnell and the Republicans set out every day to circumvent the Civil Rights Act of 1991. Which had which had some of the uh, initial elements of of uh, affirmative action in it in 1991. They spend every day trying to circumvent the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and the Civil Rights Act of 1991. But how rich? <laughs> how rich is it? That now that Joe Biden is asking for something that can exonerate him, that can clear his name, that now they want to follow the rules and make sure that they're not breaking the law, specifically the civil rights law, that prohibits them from sharing any information, sharing any information about a person's employment. And if you're Joe Biden, you're like, I'm asking you to do it. Now what? <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> I'm asking you to release the documents. It's at my request. And in true, I'm like, I listen, you can say what you want to say about Mitch McConnell. But he is a political tactician. And Mitch McConnell must have said to himself, there's no way in the world if I release these records 
If I if I do if I do not release these records, there's no way in the world for Joe Biden to prove that he did not sexually assault this woman. So we're going to hide behind how rich the 1991 Civil Rights Act, the 1991 Civil Rights Act, to to as as a reason why we can't release these records. What's funny is. Y'all spend every day trying to circumvent the 1964 Civil Rights Act, the 1965 Voting Rights Act, and the 1991 Civil Rights Act. But this is the game, y'all. This is the game. Here is the game. I told y'all this is chestnut checkers. You can say what you want to say about Turtlehead, about Mr. Turtlehead. That's what I call him. Mr. Connell calling Mr. Turtlehead. You can say what you want to say about him. He is the Grim Reaper. He looked like... He looked like he was resurrected from the dead 60 years ago. It looked like he died in the in the late 1700s and then they resurrected him from the dead 60 years ago. So he's got he's got 275 years worth of buffoonery on him. Mr. Turtlehead. Say what you want about him, but don't say that he's not a tactician politically. And this is going to be Joe Biden's problem. I don't know how they're going to address this. I don't know how they're going to deal with this. If I was Joe Biden, I would sue the Senate and try to get it in front of the Supreme Court because I should be able to have my personal records released if I ask for them. If I want my records released, I should be able to have my records released. And the fact that they're not going to release his records, y'all, <laughs> that is so that is so genius. And this is why I try to get you guys to understand that while you're while while we are playing checkers with these Republicans, they are playing chess with us. They're playing chess with us. And you have got to get to a point where you play chess. This isn't a game of checkers. This is a game of chess. This is not this is this is not, you know, we aren't playing uh sorry. We're not playing operation, the game of operation. We're not playing Uno. This is Texas no hold'em poker. Strip poker at that. And if you're not going to play by the rules that they have set in front of you, you're going to be sitting at a table butt naked looking crazy. Mitch McConnell will not allow <laughs> the record. He will not allow the record of this woman's uh, story to be publicized so that Joe Biden can clear his name. And then they have the nerve to stand behind the 1991 Civil, Civil Rights Act. How rich. Here's a quote. Based on the law's uh, strict confidentiality requirements in Section 313 and the Senate's own direction that disclosure of Senate records is not authorized or prohibited by law, Senate Resolution 474 in the 96th con uh, uh, Senate Congress, Council advises that the secretary has no discretion to disclose any information as requested in Vice President Biden's letter May 1st, Butler wrote in an email to Yahoo News. This statement represents a new twist <laughs> to the controversy over Reed's claim that she was sexually assaulted by Biden in a hallway while she worked for him in 1993, which she made public for the first time last uh, this year. Excuse me. She has said she filed a written complaint about being made to feel uncomfortable and suffering retaliation while working in Biden's office, adding in a recent NBC News interview that she does not remember the exact language she used. She has she has said she did not keep a copy of the complaint, but that it did not mention the assault allegation. Y'all, I'm telling you, we need to put this Tara Reid situation to bed. It's time to move on. And I and and I and I don't and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be accused of I'm going to be accused by friends, by Pastor Katrina, who's going to be on tomorrow. I'm going to be accused of people of saying that that, you know, it's a double standard. And when Brett Kavanaugh was because y'all know that those of you that were following the radio show back when Brett Kavanaugh uh, what was going through his confirmation, I was on his head. I was baptizing him in fire, <laughs> baptizing that joker in fire, doc. But that was because the difference is, and, and make no mistake about it, the difference between the Brett Kavanaugh situation and what's going on with Joe Biden in, in this situation is that the Republicans completely buried the stories of five different women. They buried the stories of five women. 
Five women got their story buried by the Republicans and in, in an attempt to protect Brett Kavanaugh. This story with Joe Biden is the fact that one woman is accusing him of sexual assault. As I said before, Brett Kavanaugh was accused of raping somebody when he was in high school. And then uh, uh, Dr. Blasey Ford, Christine Blasey Ford, she described a room where girls were being taken up there to be taken advantage of after they were drunk. And Brett Kavanaugh had in his own diary that there was a rape room. R-A-P-E, rape room, at his friend's house that they would get girls drunk and take them into the rape room. Christine Blasey Ford described the rape room to a T, to which Kamala Harris asked Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation, did she read your diary, sir? Well, I don't think she did. She said, well, how does she describe the rape room to a T? The Republicans buried it. They absolutely buried it. That is different from Joe Biden having one woman accuse him of something and that woman not remember all the details that her story changed over time. Now we can't even get the record from the Senate. And in addition to that, as I covered yesterday, Tara Reid's father wrote a novel in 1998 that had a passage in it that was eerily similar to the story that she claims about Joe Biden. We need to put this to bed. This story is DOA. It is dead on arrival. It's time to move on. And I'm not being biased because it's Joe Biden and it's a Democrat this time. I'm looking at the facts. The facts are there's so many. You could not take this to trial because you walk in the door with reasonable doubt. Now, you make up your own mind, but don't tell me that. Us having Donald Trump on tape talking about how he how he grabs women by their pussy because you can do it when you're famous. Don't tell me that that is the same as Joe Biden. Yeah, he's the creepy uncle that gives you weird shoulder massages that are uncomfortable. But those two things are not the same. Don't make them the same. And this thing with 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 Tara Reid, it's time to put it to bed. You're listening to that's good doc with Kendall White on Jacob Ellum Radio. Don't y'all go anywhere. You come back. Uh, come back. I got more for you, including a tirade by me at the end of this show. Stay with me. When can my heart beat again? When does the pain never end? And when do the tears stop from running over? When does you get over it? I hear what you're saying, but I swear that it's not making sense. So when can I see you? When can I see you again? When can my heart beat again? When can I see you? And I breathe once again And we cannot see you When does my someday begin? When I'll find someone again And what if I still am not truly
Subscribe yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Are you or someone you know struggling with relationships, overcoming abuse, addiction, or suicidal thoughts, or even life challenges in general? Then the Life Support Book Series and Life Support Company is for you. You can purchase the Life Support Book Series on Amazon, Kindle, or www.ladyj.co. To find out more about how the Life Support Company can help you or your youth groups, contact Jacqui Morrow at 317-886-0296 or visit the website at www.ladyj.co. And remember, I'm possible, you're possible. We're all possible. Welcome back. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall Wine on JQLM Radio. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can also get JQLM Radio by going to Streama or iHeartRadio and searching for JQLM. You will find my show and other shows like it. Um, please uh, be on the front end of this. Uh, JQLM Radio, we are expanding we are adding about a thousand subscribers a month to JKLM Radio, and you want to be in on the front end of this, uh, so that in ten years, when we're rolling all over this country, well, actually, we're already in thirty countries, but when we are a dominant, pr- uh, prominent name in media, ten years from now, you can say, "Hey, man." I was rocking with them from the beginning. So um, please, JQLM Radio, look for it in the the uh, Google Play Store. Search for JQLM or go to TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Streama Simple Radio and search for JQLM. Support black media. Support black media. Have you ever gone in the gas station and in the background you hear Middle Eastern music playing? Or maybe a morning prayer, an Islamic prayer is playing in the gas station as you walk in. Because those those people are, even though they're here, they are supporting their own. Y'all, come on. <laughs> come on, black folks. Support your own. Support, 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 support. In our first segment, we talked about the fact that Mitch McConnell is playing chess with us. 
and not allowing uh, Joe Biden to be able to clear his name. <laughs> Tara Reid accused Joe Biden of sexual assault and the records are in the Senate uh, secretary of the Senate's office. And Mitch McConnell got to her and now she won't release the records so that Joe Biden can clear his name. Uh, here's another thing I want to cover, y'all. Uh, so the other day, and I didn't cover this yesterday because I was still just processing how I was still processing just how disturbed I am by Donald Trump. And I didn't touch this yesterday because I really I still needed to process and pray, and I need to take a shower afterwards. I needed to take a shower after this. This is from Yahoo News. This says <laughs> this says. Trump offers lie after lie at the foot of Lincoln. <laughs> oh, God. Here, here's the story. Even by President Donald Trump's historically low standards, the town hall on reopening the nation's economy featured some astounding falsehoods on Sunday night that he was never warned about the novel coronavirus until late January that all 43,000 people who returned to the United States from China after the implementation of the travel ban were tested, that the American people will have a vaccine by Christmas. I mean, just lying. I mean, bruh. <laughs> Bro. Come on. We know you lying. You talking about you didn't know about coronavirus till late January? Hogwash, Donald. I I can't. I Listen. <laughs> I feel lost. I cannot for the life of me. For the life of me understand how we got here with this guy. How can you let someone lie to your face like this and you just go along with it? Do you know how mentally disturbed you have to be at this point to be a Trump supporter still? I mean, seriously. Do you know how difficult it is today after day to continue to defend this buffoonery? You stuck a chair at the foot of Lincoln at the Lincoln Monument in Washington. You put a chair at the feet of Lincoln and then lied through your teeth. Watch this, y'all. He always talks about that chi the, the ban on travel from China. But after he put that ban on China, he still left 43,000 people in. You're talking about that you that you put a ban on travel from China, but then you still let forty three thousand people come in, Donald. Come on, it is it is absolutely ridiculous that anybody could still support him. You have you 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 have to just be willing to be lied to and mistreated. I mean, seriously. I, I say it all the time. Professor Brandy X, who is a psychologist for Yale University. Uh, she teaches psychology at Yale University. Professor Brandy X said in a in a interview, I think it was with Rolling Stone, she said that Trump supporters suffer from what's called might makes right. So if I'm mighty and strong, even if it's cartoonishly strong, might makes right. Meaning People who have no hope, they look for strong, they look for other strong people because they themselves know that they're weak, which is amazing to me because most of the people that support Donald Trump, y'all should feel strong in a mug. Oh, listen, 95% of African Americans do not support Donald Trump. So all of that support that Donald Trump's getting, that is white folks. If you don't feel strong in America as a white person, then, then we, we, I need to talk to you offline to figure out why that is. This thing was set up for you to succeed. And that's not a knock on you. It's just that your forefathers, your ancestors, set my ancestors up. And then look at me, y'all, I'm biracial. I, I've got both. I got, I, got the, I got the master's blood and the slave's blood running through me. I did a, a 23andMe 
uh, swab kit. And it was funny that I had all this African blood, consistent African blood, consistent African blood until the early 1800s. And then Dutch blood jumped into my African-American bloodline. That was some slave owner raping my great, 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 great grandmama. And then making my great, 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 great grandfather raise his child. Those people set this country up for white folks to be successful. And if you're not successful, I don't know what to say to you. But Professor Brandy X says people who have no hope look for cartoonishly strong people because they don't feel strong. And she said that they gravitate towards Donald Trump because he talks with this strong bluster and because they have no hope, they grab onto him for dear life. She said, but this might makes right mentality should leave us by the age of five. That this might makes right mentality should leave you at the age of five. The fact that y'all are still supporting Donald Trump at the level that you are shows that psychologically and emotionally you operate at the level of a five-year-old. Because here he is lying through his teeth on the steps of the Lincoln Monument on Sunday night. Tell me out there will be a vaccine by Christmas. No, it won't, Donald. Why are you telling? Why can't you just come out and say, listen, listen. I know he I know you can't utter the words we got caught flat footed. But why not just say, man, this thing was absolutely aggressive. It was a really bad virus. We are now we are we are trying to do the best we can with this. Um, I'm told that it's possible that early spring of next year that we could have a vaccine so that we can get back to true normalcy in this country. But until then, we just need to really, really take care of each other by social distancing. Instead of saying that, he has to, he is like, he always tries to make you think that everything, well, some people say, well, well, some, some people say that it's going to do this, and some people say that. I'd be like, Donald, who are the some people? The dudes you play golf with? Who are the some people is, is who I'm trying to figure out. When he says many people, some people, when I was in high school, when I was in high school, my 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 senior year English teacher who became like a mama to me who saved my life, Maddie Sullivan, when I would say many, she would say, uh-uh, take that out of here. Don't write that down. How many is many? What do you mean most? Who's that? You can't just generalize. So so Donald Trump is doing something as president of the United States to my senior year English teacher told me to stop doing when I was 17 years old. The story goes on to say, perhaps the biggest uh, demonstrable lie told under the unblinking eye of Abraham Lincoln <laughs> was Trump's repeated insistence that despite the mounting death toll that the coronavirus pandemic and the collapsing national economy, it's all working out. Donald, just tell the truth. But here's the problem, y'all. He doesn't have to tell the truth if the people who support him won't force him to tell the truth. <clears throat> he's not going to tell the truth because they're not going to demand that he tell them the truth. You want to know why? Because they'd rather believe the beautiful lie. Trump supporters would rather believe a beautiful lie than to hear the ugly truth. And while that's going on, as long as that's going on, he's going to be, he's going to be a clear and present danger to this country. Who wants to be in a relationship with somebody that you know they lie to your face? By a show of hands, class, who likes to be in a relationship with somebody who lies? Raise your hand. <laughs> How many of us want to be in a relationship with a Negro who lies? Raise your hand. I want to see it. Who enjoys being lied to? Uh, but the problem with Trump supporters is... The problem is they would rather believe the beautiful lie that everything's under control. Never mind your lying eyes and your lying ears. Never mind the good sense God gave you. This man standing in front of me who is a Republican who who tickles who tickles me where I want to be tickled. 
because he tickles my hidden racism and bigotry. I'm going to believe him because might makes right. This cartoonish strength that Donald Trump has makes me feel strong because I'm weak. So I will go along with it because it just makes me feel better. It is no different. It is no different than me standing talking to my daughter. My beautiful daughter, Kyle, and and Kyle is not super athletic. She's not super athletic. <laughs> My baby is not super athletic. She's very creative. Her, her, her heart's in the right place as it pertains to, ath- to athletics. She wants to be an athlete, but she's not super athletic. And it's like me having my daughter run across the yard and she runs as fast as she can. And she comes back and say, oh, my God, baby, you are the fastest ever. You are the fastest runner on this planet. She's like, I know. I'm thinking in my mind. No, you're not. (laughs) But she's guess how she is, y'all. She's five. Might makes right when you're five years old. Might shouldn't make right when you are a grown person trying to pay your bills and Donald Trump is lying to your face and you continue supporting him. Why? Because he hates blacks and Hispanics and anybody. Uh, it, with it, He hates anybody that has melanin in their skin. He hates women. He hates gays. <laughs> he hates Negroes. He hates white. He hates. He hates really, truly. He hates poor white folks. They just don't understand. He sat at the feet of Lincoln on the Lincoln Monument and had the nerve to say that the way he's been treated was worse than Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln presided over the Civil War and then was shot in the head for it. Donald. Bruh. I know the Republican Party is like, would you shut up? (laughs) Last week, there's a story that I did on the radio show. I did a story last week in which the Republican establishment are worried that not only will they lose the White House in the fall, which they should be. They should be afraid of losing that White House. That not only are they afraid of losing the White House in the fall, but they're also afraid that they're going to lose the Senate because of Donald Trump. And they have sent him. They have asked. They sent they have sent letters over there to the White House and said, y'all tell Donald to shut up. (laughs) To which I beg, Donald, please keep talking. Because you're making yourself look horrible and you're making people hate the Republican Party. You sat at the feet of Lincoln and lied through your teeth and y'all need to vote this joker out in November. Straight up. He is a liar. No different from your baby daddy who you can't stand. <laughs> you're listening to That's Good Doc with Kid the White on JQL and Radio. Don't go anywhere. Y'all, I have a tirade coming and you're going to want to hear it. Stay right there.
is going down every Monday night from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your Business Banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. We all know a girl can never have too many shoes. So for all of the latest and hottest styles, check out Shoes Galore, owned by Monica Brown. Connect with them via Facebook at Shoes Galore. That's S-H-O-E-Z, Galore, the fashion your feet deserve. This is Kiki Wyatt, and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. Okay. He's here. What's going on here? What's going on here? The Lord is here.
Welcome back. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. Even if you don't believe it, if you're a non-believer, that's okay. He's still King. (laughs) You don't have to believe that Elizabeth is the Queen of England right now. She's still the Queen. (laughs) You can get JQLM Radio, y'all, by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can also you can get the radio app by going to uh, the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can get JQLM Radio also on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Streama Simple Radio by simply searching for JQLM. Um, please be a part of Black Media. Um, <clears throat> we are adding a thousand subscribers a month. And so we want you to um, please come and be a part of what we're trying to accomplish uh, within uh, our community. Uh, And I apologize to those of you that are looking at me live um, because uh, here we are. Comcast again is giving me trouble with my service. So hopefully you guys will stick around. Uh, And it's it's a shame because um, the next 10 minutes of this show uh, is going to be one of my classic tirades because I came across a post Uh, earlier today just this morning and somebody posted a comment made by Lyndon Baines Johnson LBJ back in the 1960s Lyndon Johnson made a comment back in the 1960s and this is what he is quoted as saying now this is what they said he's quoted as saying I don't have any reason to doubt it I don't know what this where, where the source is coming from Uh, But I have no reason to doubt that this is real because this is how white folks talked about us. This is how they talked about black folks in the 60s. This is what Lyndon Baines Johnson said, who was a Democratic president after he was the vice president for uh, for uh, John Kennedy 
after John Kennedy was assassinated, he took over as president. This is apparently some quote that they pulled for him. These Negroes, they're getting uh, they're getting pretty uppity these days. And that's a problem for us since they've got something now they never had before. The political pool to back up their uppityness. Now, we've got to do something about this. We've got to give them a little something just enough to quiet them down, not enough to make a difference. I'll have those. And then it goes on to say, I'll have those niggers voting Democratic for the next 200 years. All right. Y'all might want to tag somebody in this post for this. You might want to go and grab somebody and have them. Come on over here to this Facebook page. And those of you that are listening on the radio, you should go and check out my Facebook page so you can see this graphic. Let me tell you all something. Let me give you a U.S. history lesson. Let me give you a U.S. history lesson. During slavery, the Democratic Party was trying to hold on to slavery. And and it was the Democratic Party... That was trying to hold on to slavery. The Democratic Party was the party of suppression of black folks primarily until we got to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was such a popular president that he won four terms as president. It was after FDR that they put a limit on how many on how many times you can serve, how many terms you can serve uh, as president. And I hate that Comcast is ruining my my Internet connection right now. This is the devil. Actually, really, this is the devil because I'm about to give you all some work. This is the devil. So those of you that are, I'm, I'm being dead serious, those of you that are prayer warriors, start praying because this is the devil. Franklin Delano Roosevelt started working towards making things better for African-Americans in this country. He started working towards um, building the bridge between the Democratic Party and African-Americans in the country after years of how the, how the Democratic Party treated African-Americans. Those are facts. After FDR, the Democratic Party started in the North, for sure, softening its stance on civil rights. It was John F. Kennedy and the work of Martin Luther King and and the other and the and the black church in the South. So those of you that keep talking about how the black church, black church, they don't give back and all that. The black church changed. The black church turned this country on top of its head through the leadership of. Of Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson and Reverend Clay Evans in Chicago and 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 Reverend uh, Franklin, who was Aretha Franklin's father in Detroit. There are pastors all over this country. The black church turned this country on top of its head to force America to treat us the way we deserve to be treated. JFK started working with. King and those other preachers from around the country. And 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 when uh and when JFK was assassinated and there were all these atrocities and once King started really putting a lot of pressure on Lyndon Johnson once he became president, he had to sign the Civil Rights Act of 1964 because because there was the the church bombing of the little girls, four innocent college students were murdered by white supremacists in the south. People were being lynched, turning up missing. Lyndon Johnson had to do something because black folks were not going to be denied. Lyndon Johnson was from Texas. True. Lyndon Johnson didn't give two fat frogs flying flippers about blacks. He didn't care about you Negroes. He didn't care. He made a political decision because he had to. Now, that's that's the truth. And he was a Democratic president. But let me show you how God works. The Bible says that I will make your enemies your footstool. I will make your enemies your stepping stool. 
I will make somebody who does not like you. I will make those who curse you bless you. Because of the favor I've put on you. And what happened is Lyndon Johnson, even though he did not care one iota about Negroes, the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, made Lyndon Johnson a footstool for the black community. I'll make your enemies your footstool as a promise that God made to those of us who are Christian and those of you that try to that, that try to that, that take away the value of the black church. You need to quit. It was the black church that set up the Underground Railroad. It was the black church that started the civil rights movement. And it's the black church that is right now feeding poor communities during COVID-19. Y'all need to cut it out. Cut it out. Lyndon Johnson, I do not disagree at all that he probably said this. But let me raise you from Lyndon Johnson to a guy named Barry Goldwater. Barry Goldwater established in politics what's called as the Southern Strategy. The Southern Strategy was to turn white, poor whites against blacks. That instead of dealing with the issues of poor whites, that, that the Southern Strategy said, what we will do is convince poor whites that the reason why they're dealing with what they're dealing with is because of, of Negroes. We're going to convince poor whites that the reason why they are poor is because of the Negro. So then you, they started creating these. When, when Lyndon Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and then the Voting Rights Act of 1965, there was a, chasm, there was a, there was a cosmic shift, a casclitic, a class. What, what am I trying to say? There was a cosmic, I'll just say there, cataclysmic. There was a cataclysmic shift, excuse me, y'all, in the political landscape when Lyndon Johnson signed the Voting Rights Act of 1964 and the Civil Rights Act of 1965. The whole political landscape shifted and white folks who, who agreed with the suppression of blacks moved from the Republican Party to the Democratic I mean, from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party. So now the modern day Republican Party is what Lyndon Baines Johnson's Democratic Party used to be. The ideology of whites in the South that Lyndon Baines Johnson had that would cause him to say these Negroes, they're starting to get their way. And so they're being a little uppity these days. And then him saying, I'll have those niggers voting Democratic for the next 200 years. The people that agreed with that ideology that were in the Democratic Party, they fled the Democratic Party and now they are called Republicans. When Lyndon Johnson signed that, there was a flight from the Democratic Party of poor whites to the Republican Party. And that's the way it is right now. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because somebody tried to attribute Lyndon Baines Johnson to the modern day Democratic Party to say Democrats have always been like this. Have you lost your mind? Are you blind? Are you blind? Are you blind? Seriously. If you think that the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are the same, you need counseling. You need a you need to be on a pill that you take every day because your mind is not right. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party are not the same. Cut it out. Can't you see what's happening? I just started this show talking about the fact that the only way Joe, because some of you Negroes are starting to jump all on Joe Biden. Black folks are jumping on Joe Biden, talking about how Joe Biden, this, that, and the other. See, here we go. And I, here we go. Just another terrible de Democratic candidate and all this kind of stuff because of Tara Reid's accusations of sexual assault. But the only way for him to clear his name is to get the records from the Senate 
secretary's office and Mitch McConnell won't allow her to release it. Can't you see the game? The only way he's going to be able to defend himself against the accusations is to is to get those records public from the Senate office and Mitch McConnell won't allow it because he sees it working with you black folks. It's working on you. He sees that it's working. It is obvious to him that you all don't know U.S. history. If you don't understand this, Lyndon Johnson was a part of the old Democratic Party. Sure, the old Democratic Party had, they were the ones trying to keep slavery in place. But as soon as he signed the Voting Rights Act of, uh, the Voting Rights Act of, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, as soon as he signed those pieces of legislation, it was a cosmic, there was a, there was a cosmic shift. And those who were racist Democrats now are racist Republicans. These two things are not the same. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party are not the same. And if you're going to convince yourself of that this year, you're going to get four more years of Donald Trump, who is a racist. Imagine that. While you're accusing Democrats of being racist, you're allowing a known racist to who tells you he's a racist in the White House. It's chess, not checkers. As I say it all the time, black folks, wake up, oh sleeping giant, you're asleep. Wake up out of your slumber. Our heritage is to turn this thing upside down. Let's do it again in November. You've been listening to this. Good Doc with Kendall White on JK Ellen Radio. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>